0: everybody, welcome back to the show. We're diving right in here today with my business partner, Ian Coyer. Y'all got to meet Scott last week, so you're gonna hear a little bit from Ian this week on the topic of evaluation. Hey there. Welcome to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. But before we get into that, give me a 60-second, I know, 60-second rundown. What's your resume? Mm. Why should we listen to you?
1: Uh, <laughs> I've been doing this since I was 17 years old. Uh, so I was at 15 years now. I have coached in the pros, MLS. I've done Division One, Division Two, lacrosse. I've done SNC for a long, long time. Um, I had the, pl- the pleasure. I had the... Awesome experience of going down to Cressy Sports Performance in Florida. Shout out Eric and Andrew um, and Could learning from them. It was a, it was a pleasure <laughs> um, from them for about four to six months. Um, I've got to work with all kinds of cool athletes from MLB guys, NBA guys, to just general pop. Um, I kind of, in our town, I became the return to sport guy in terms of strength and conditioning for post ACL and all the other fun stuff. Um, been doing it a long time. I love it. I'm a true nerd at heart. Um, and I think I genuinely care, which I think a lot of people don't. Um, and I think that's what makes the biggest difference for me personally.
0: Perfect. Okay. Love Less that. than 60 seconds. Let's yeah, go. There you go. Okay. So the point and purpose of today's episode is give people an understanding of what an evaluation is, why they should consider having one and how we utilize it when it comes to our personal training or semi-private group clients. So why is somebody, why does somebody need an eval? If they're brand new into fitness, they haven't worked out in a while. Maybe they're choosing a new gym, a new trainer. They've just moved. Like, why do we need an eval?
1: So it's, it's, it's a simple concept. So when you go to a restaurant and you go to order a dinner, lunch, whatever it case may be, you order what you like or what your body needs, right? A customized approach. Um, I think, The individualization or the customized approach for fitness has not existed for a very long time. I think it's starting to get to the point where people are starting to realize that most of our anatomy is different, as meaning yours is different, mine's different, Scott's different, Val's is different, and you kind of have to take that approach. Not everybody squats the same, not everybody hinges the same, and so forth and so forth. So I think for us here at The Training Ground, we capitalized on that more individual approach And then we just mass marketed it, which takes a lot of time, but I think it's the right way to do it. But I will say this. I think a proper eval is a good starting point. Um, I do believe that everybody needs to push, pull, squat, hinge, carry all that good jazz. Some people just need to do it a certain way. Um, Evaluations are one of those tools that once you understand what your body is and where it's been. You have a good history, and you have a lot of data. You can kind of build a puzzle, and therefore create this cool entity for yourself. And hopefully, that puzzle or whatever you create can create long-term success, long-term goals. And I think for me personally, that's why I like evals. Is I've seen a lot of long-term success, a lot of um, happiness, and people's overall health by starting with an evaluation and then kind of going from there so i'm getting pushed around because i don't Don't i don't i like to slam on things so (laughs) Um, anyways but yeah so
0: good yes and um so what would you consider i feel like our evaluation has two big segments where the first half we're going through a questionnaire we're getting medical history you know surgeries or illnesses or you know anything that they've worked through, injuries, and then after we kind of get that Q&A, head to toe, what's going on with you, we put them on a table, we take some measurements, things like that. What are the important parts or components of an eval that if someone is not here coming to us, they should kind of go, hey, I know that people should be checking for a couple categories here. Like they should feel confident in somebody who's asking specific questions or targeting different things to help them get an individualized program.
1: So I think the approach kind of goes like everybody that's listening here. If you go to the doctor, they take a history. Um, I think one of the biggest problems in our field is that we don't get a correct good history from the client As meaning if I have a 42 year old female come in with two post, had two babies, whether it's C-section or regular. She had an old ACL tear from skiing. She hurt her back, lifting up groceries one day, and whatever the case may be. If you don't get a good history, I don't know how you can just throw somebody into an exercise program. It's, it's like going to the doctor and saying, well, yeah, just throw me on a bunch of medication and let's see what happens. So I kind of feel like the same approach is for that. The, probably the biggest two components of our evals is I like to do a pretty detailed history. Um, which I think is really important. And then the other one is I kind of want to see for them is how well they rotate. Um, and I guess to give like a part two, of part two would be to see what their pelvis or hips do. Um, again, some people listening here will understand that kind of the body is like a train. If one part of the body is messed up, it's going to affect the whole entire train. So when you go look at the hips, the pelvis, scaps, shoulders, knees, everything, so-and-so forth, you can kind of paint a picture of how they are, how they move. And then from there, you can basically, again, create this cool design program for them that is designed for their body, for their anatomy, and um, kind of go from there. So I think history is probably the number one, which everybody should take and do. And then two would probably be look at everything from a joint-by-joint approach, um, and then go from there. So-
0: Awesome. How frequently would you suggest somebody have an evaluation done?
1: Personally, I think you need to do one in the beginning before you start an exercise program. Obviously, you need to get cleared by your physician to exercise. Um, That's super, super important. And then from there, I believe probably every 12 to 16 weeks, maybe not a full eval, but you need to reevaluate where you're at, how you're feeling. Um, For example, let's just say you're a soccer player you've had some hip flexor or groin issues from a long season, um, you go get a good evaluation or somebody measures and realizes that you don't have a lot of IR or internal rotation on one side of your hip or the opposite side or whatever the case may be. And then remeasuring those and kind of looking how you're performing and feeling is another good one. Another good way to kind of reevaluate yourself is pictures. Um, I'm a big believer in people taking their own pictures, whether it's from the front or the side, kind of seeing how their position is. And then probably the simplest other way is how do you feel? Do you feel better? Do you feel like you're stronger? Are you moving easier? Are you sleeping better? Um And somewhat of that self-reflection eval can be another tool rather than just going back and going through the same eval over and over again. Um, But I do know um, at Cressy and why I love them so much is every time they would have all their MLB guys or minor league guys come back, they always re-eval guys, even guys that have been with them for, and females that have been with them for 10 to 15 years. And I think that's really important because for instance, I've had a kid for probably eight to nine years. And I saw him again at postseason about two weeks ago, and his body is completely different than it was four to five years ago. Um, and we caught some things that we hadn't seen before. So again, I think it's always important to constantly be checking yourself out, learning and going from there. And I got quit tapping Stop. on the kind of thing. So. <laughs> oh
0: man. Awesome. Awesome. Um, let's see. I mean, any last just thoughts about our eval or kind of how you use the eval to bring, how would you say, actually, good question. How would you transition from the initial program that you write based off of the eval into actual practical application upstairs? Does it always perfectly translate?
1: No, it doesn't perfectly translate. And I think anybody up here that says that it does, or says that it can is a liar. I think the best part is, is, fitness is you can have, it's like medicine, medicine, art of medicine. You, you, you know, based off some old research, you know, based off old parameters of what you should see and what you are supposed to see. But the beauty of life is there's a bell curve. There's always outliers on both sides. Um, I've wrote several programs over the years and I've caught things that I have never seen before. So I think you need to be prepared that not everything fits, um, exactly how you want it to fit. And the most important part about that is you need to be able to know how to regress and progress. Um, And I think a lot of your higher level strength and conditioning coaches will tell you most injuries, most issues come with volume is a problem or not correct progressions or not correct regressions. Um, I know any PT or PTA listening to this would probably agree with that too. Um, Scott
0: is just pumping in the back. Yeah. And
1: I, you know, it's, it's important. I think a lot of trainers don't understand that. They just, they want to have somebody in there and, excuse my French, but they just want to kick someone's ass and make them feel like they exercise. When in reality, that's not always the thing to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going there and banging out some weight and having a good time. Um, And I, I, I do think there's a limit on evals, especially I'm not going to have some nine year old come in here that needs to do an eval per se. But I do think once you get to about 12, 13, you need to get some looks at. But a lot of times, usually until you're about 4, 5, 14, 15, that's probably when that eval is going to be really essential. Um, but that's a whole nother podcast about use development and, uh, overtraining. And I would love to have that one. Sounds like another
0: topic. Yes. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap us up for today. If you're listening, if you're watching, thank you guys so much for joining us. If y'all have questions about this episode, if you have follow-up questions, if you have topics and that you want us to cover, please let us know. You can either send us direct messages on Instagram. You can send them to our email. I'll put all those links in the show notes below. And then if you would like to join our text messaging podcast list to make sure that you are notified every time a podcast episode goes out, all you have to do is text the word podcast to this number, 833-432-2161. Again, I'll put that number in the show notes as well, but text the word podcast, one word, to that scheduling number, or scheduling number. I have it saved in my phone as a scheduling number. It's also for podcast text messaging lists. So text the word podcast, that number, and you will be notified every time we put out a new episode. Thanks for listening. Any last thoughts?
1: Uh, Bye, guys. Have a good day.
0: Bye, everybody. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I love that you set aside a few minutes to focus on you today. If you could take one moment to share this episode with someone you know would benefit from today's message, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be incredibly grateful. Now, if you want more, head to the link in our show description to join our email list and receive weekly fitness and nutrition tips, tricks, and thoughts to empower your day. Until next time, be empowered to take that next step on your fitness journey. Bye for now.